Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to this series on the power and science of words. And we're doing an in-depth study from many different angles on the power of words and what they can do to us. And, you know, most of us are aware of the fact that, you know, how we speak to our children can impact them the rest of their lives. Maybe what uh, peers have spoken to them or what other adults have spoken into them. Teachers, uh, whatever exposure they've had to words, it, is, it can be devastating for life. And very critical. In fact, here's a fact that you may not know. Um, when a child is developing from ages 0 through 7, they are in brainwave state called theta, which is a programming state of mind. In fact, we are in theta for the first 20 minutes to uh, roughly 40 minutes when we awake in the morning, kind of between asleep and awake, depending on how long it takes us to rise up out of that sleep. And so we're in a programming mode at that time. Um, we are also in that mode just before bed as we're getting sleepy and we're trying to fall asleep. So that theta mode is basically at, um, when our subconscious is open to programming. And for children ages 0 through 7, that is a programming phase. So uh, I left off yesterday talking about the the foundations of, you know, the importance of words and help you understand. We were just getting into a story about a myth on the Solomon Islands. Um, over in Papua New Guinea, and um, I left off talking about how the the people there really believe in this myth that if you yell and say negative things at the top of the voices, that the trees within days actually die and fall to the ground. Now that sounds a bit crazy for sure, um, but I ended yesterday by saying, can we technically prove it? Well, I'll leave that up to you to decide, but I'm going to share the content with this. So let's pick up where we left off. Now, there are many studies and experiments done on plants in which the same plants were placed in three separate rooms. In one room, kind words were spoken to the plants. In the second, harsh words were spoken. And in the third room, there was absolute silence. The results show that the plants which were exposed to kind words actually grew a little more than the other two. Now, what does it show? Well, it shows that words are actually important and they affect all living beings. In fact, they can affect plants. Now, before you say, oh, that's ridiculous, I want you to ask yourself a question. First of all, have you ever studied this? Second, have you ever uh, experienced it yourself? Because oftentimes when we haven't studied or experienced something, you know, whether we're talking about ethnic differences or political differences or tragedies or addictions or whatever, we don't understand them. We don't. We do not understand them because we haven't taken the time to understand them. And so I would ask that no matter what different opinions you have right now at this moment, that you'd have an open mind to listen to the rest of this. And maybe, just maybe, you'll hear something you've never heard before that'll make sense. All right, so let's continue on. When we speak, the sound waves not only carry the message spoken, but also create an impact on the person on the receiving end. 
At times, it can last forever, which we talked about at length yesterday in terms of how we speak to ourselves as well as how we speak to others and especially to our children. If it's sweet, it can boost a person's energy and bring out good. Now, have you ever had somebody say something to you and you were kind of feeling dismal or blah, and then all of a sudden you had this surge of energy and you just brightened right up. You found yourself kind of sitting up straighter and big smile comes across your face and and now it's life is 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 renewed. <laughs> I have I have uh and there's been a few occasions in my life I can think of and and remember quite clearly quite vividly how it made me feel. Uh, but I can also think of times in my life where somebody said something very crushing to me and all of a sudden life got dark and dismal and then you know we go into the old repeating it in our heads over and over and over and only amplifying it making it worse. The problem occurs when the words are poisonous. They become a parasitic plant that resides inside that person and his life gets stuck at that point of time, which is so true. At times we hear people say that, you know, you weren't hit or injured. You know, they were just words. Get over it. Don't worry about it. The point is that despite many discoveries and inventions in science and medicine, we have nothing that can measure the amount of pain a person suffers caused by someone's inappropriate language. Um... A Japanese scientist and water researcher, Dr. Masaru Emoto, has revealed that thoughts and vibrations affect the molecular structure of water. Now, maybe you've heard of this study before. If you haven't, I would encourage you to look it up online. Dr. Masaru Emoto. Okay. After studying water for many years through high-speed photography of water crystals and by the use of MRA, which is a vibration measuring device to record emotional vibrations in humans, Dr. Emoto observed that water reacts to sound vibrations. The water crystals formed beautiful geometric shapes when words of love and gratitude were spoken near the water. But when unkind evil words were spoken near another sample of water taken from the exact same source, the crystals smashed and turned into rather ugly, disturbing shapes. The pictures show the observations of Dr. Emoto, and I'm looking actually at a set of pictures that, that clearly defines that. Um, you know, some of the words of appreciation were thank you, love and appreciation. And others were, you make me sick, I will kill you and things like that. So take a look at that. I mean, go ahead, look up Dr. Emoto and then look up images. I think you might be interested in this if you're open-minded. Um, the research of Dr. Emoto showed that water has memory and effects on things. In fact, your entire body is filled with memory cells. All right, so that's a fact. And neurons, and we've talked about that a number of times. All of your organs contain neurons and memories. Uh, for instance, plants, trees, and, and above humans have these memories. It, if it, it can have a strong impact on human consciousness uh, since the human body actually contains 70% water. So the words we hear have impressions on our heart and mind because the water inside us reacts. And this is Dr. Emoto's research. And it provides enough evidence that the person complaining of someone's bad attitude is hurt and reacting for a reason. In fact, it makes them feel at a dis-ease, which actually that's the der derivation of the word disease. Okay, so when you have dis-ease in your heart, it creates disease. So it's important to know how we can make someone's day or ruin it, not make someone's life or ruin it. And we need to realize how destructive they are. I'm going to end this, and then we're actually a little past time here, with a quote out of the best-selling book in the universe. 
Gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. So we'll pick up right here where we left off tomorrow. I hope you'll come back and join us and learn a bit more science and a little bit more facts about the power of words. And I hope I've got you thinking about words and how you will use them in the days to come. Thank you for joining. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness, the routine.